Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Hi guys, in today's episode, I actually want to read a blog post that I've written. Um, I wrote this in December, but I wanted to ha- you to have it in podcast form. It's 15 verses to pray through when you're anxious. So if you find yourself anxious one day, save this episode, come back to it, and just have these verses read over you. And you can even pause in between um, me sharing the verses and just take a second to pray those over you. So I'm going to read that blog post here, and I just pray that it is encouraging for you as you face moments of anxiety. When anxiety hits me, few things can reach my heart like prayer. That seems to be the case for two reasons. It, number one, it's a moment when I get to remind myself of what is eternal because part of anxiety, for me at least, is struggling to grasp a sound mind and being rational. Number two, the other part is not being able to grasp what is rational, even though I may know it in my head because anxiety can be very physical. Breaking through this is only possible when I invite the Lord in. So getting to pray scripture as opposed to just reading some affirmations means I'm not only filling my mind with some happy truths, but I'm inviting God to do what only He can do supernaturally. I thought I'd share some of the verses I turned to besides the few we've all heard a million times. You know the ones, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, Isaiah 26, 3, and 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7. Those are solid verses, of course, but if you've struggled with anxiety and recited them a hundred times, here are some new ways to pray through your anxiety. Number one, Psalm 3, 3 through 4, which says, But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. The reason I love this verse is because I can ask God to put a shield about my mind. Protect me from lies I'm believing and remind me of his truth. I literally will... If I'm sitting there praying, I'll take my hands and like have them in front of my forehead and just kind of make a circle around my mind and just imagine the Lord shielding my mind. The second verse is Psalm 9-1. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. When I'm anxious, taking a moment to remember God's goodness always reminds me that I am praying to a God who loves me and has walked with me through this before. The third verse, Psalm 27, 7 through 8 says, Hear, O Lord, when when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. This is me committing to seek God instead of keeping my eyes on the molehills that I will turn into mountains. When I pray this, it encourages me to make this true in my own life if I've been keeping my eyes on the things that are actually making me more anxious. The fourth verse is Psalm 4, 6 through 7. There are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart 
than they have when they their grain and wine abound. Yikes, how many times do I look around and can't find the good in my life? When I'm anxious, it's so easy to just see the hard. This verse challenges me to see the good. Verse 5 is Psalm 23, 1-4. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Part of my anxiety shows up in the form of heart racing. I take some deep breaths to try to help. And this verse always helps to slow me down as I imagine the Lord leading me beside still waters. Verse six, Psalm 27. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. To pray this verse, I simply ask God if I am trusting in chariots or horses instead of him. It's easy to feel shaken when something happens in my health or work or with my girls if I tr- if my trust is in me having it all under control. The seventh verse is Psalm 139, 23-24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there is any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Sometimes I don't even know why I'm so anxious, so I invite the Lord to make me aware of what's making me feel such fear. Our eighth passage is Romans 8.6, which says, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. I mentioned in the beginning, part of anxiety for me is keeping my mind on temporary things. This verse reminds me that there's really isn't any hope of not being anxious when my mind is on the flesh. Our ninth verse is Colossians 2, 6 through 7, which says, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. I remind myself that Christ lives in me. I need to only walk in that. Tenth is Ecclesiastes 4, 6. Better is a handful of quietness than two hands full of toil and striving after wind. Sometimes the root of my anxiety is a frantic pace. This verse reminds me that God isn't asking me to move at warp speed, and he gives me permission to slow down. Verse 11, Psalm 63, 1-5 says, O God, you are my God, earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. This is my desperate cry to the Lord, literally a, Lord, I need you so much, please rescue me. And then just like the psalm moves into stating what's true, even when it's hard to see, I move into a heart of worship that is hard to move into on my own when I'm anxious. 
12 is Psalm 1611. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Anxiety can easily lead to depression. After all, if you live with anxiety, it can darken so many things when you live expecting life to be filled with more anxiety. This verse reminds me that drawing near to God is where I find joy, even when my circumstances don't get better. I have experienced more times than I can say seasons of anxiety over a very real problem and then peace before anything is solved only when I devote my time and energy to seeking him instead of seeking a distraction on my screen. 13 is Zephaniah 317. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Again, to be reminded of God's presence, that he is literally seeing you through the moment you are in is so powerful. I know that he's not locked behind some prison door wanting to help, but unable to. He has a purpose for what I'm going through and longs to comfort me through it. Number 14, Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. The strong symbolism of a safe tower fills me with comfort and reminds me to keep running to him. And lastly, Ephesians 6. Part of anxiety and fear is a feeling of weakness. This passage reminds me I don't go at it alone and the Lord is with me and strengthening me. So here it is. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So that's it for our 15 passages that I hope will encourage you as you find yourself in anxious seasons. Um, I know there are certain passages that we know and love, um, but these will hopefully expand how you pray for over your anxiety. And if you have any others, feel free to share those. We'd love to have you screenshot the episode and share a verse that you would love to pray or that you do love to pray through anxiety. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode.